Hey there, welcome. Good morning, good afternoon, powerful agents. Coach Bill Pipes coming at you from Tom Ferry. As always, alive, excited, full of energy, baby. Uh, welcome back to Real Success. Uh, how have you been, man? It's been 30 days since I got a chance to actually talk to you guys last. We had Coach Yvonne on, kicking butt, taking names. I hope that you have had a wonderful 30 days. Hey, guys, you're halfway through the year. 2015 is almost gone. We're going to blink. We're going to be talking about Christmas again, which is going to be crazy. And I don't know about you guys, but this year is booking along. So, you know, here's what I want to say. Hey, congratulations. You made it six months, okay? And I know that you could be in like one of three different areas, arenas, if you will. Um, and I just wrote these down. I wrote down number one. You could be ahead of target. You could be kicking butt, taking names, well above your target goal. And what I would say to you is this. If you're above target, you know what the game is? The game is keep your foot on the gas, guys. Don't let it off. It's so easy to look at how well you're doing and just go, oh my gosh, I'm doing fantastic. Maybe I could you know, pause on some prospecting or some lead generation for a little bit and that will kill you. And it won't just kill your business for you know, like the next 30, 45 days. It'll create negative momentum for you for 2016, believe it or not. Okay, We don't want that to happen. So guys, keep your friggin' foot on the gas if you're ahead. Number two, you can be even. And even's good, meaning you're on target for your goal. But here's what I would say to you here, is that if you're on target for your goal, what are you going to do in the second six months to position yourself for exponential growth in 2016? See, because it takes time. You know, behaviors take 97 days to be able to actually uh, get them in momentum. So right now, believe it or not, is the time if you're on target to start thinking about what are you doing to position yourself for a strong finish for 2016 and a great or 15 and a, and a great start for 2016. Now here's the last bit, dude. You could be behind. You could be have set a goal, be behind, not be on target. And here's what I would say. You ready? Don't friggin' give up. Now is the time to dig in, to get pissed, to do something. Right? I'm like fired up today. Do something to get yourself back on target. It isn't time to start thinking about changing the goal. It, Tom says this, and I believe it. Either you change your behavior or you change the goal. And now is not the time to change the, uh, the, the goal. It's time to change the behavior. So dig in, get mad, and go get back on target for your goal. So speaking about digging in and kicking butt, the, the guest that I have here today, man, I, I, I had the chance I was in Baltimore. These guys are two of my favorite people in our entire ecosystem for Tom Ferry, your coach. And they're actually somewhat new to our ecosystem. They're new to the organization. I was sitting, I was leading a seminar in Baltimore. And there's these two guys, you know, good looking, well-dressed, you know, well put together guys and like a whole row of like other good looking people. And I thought, well, I guess you have to be good looking to, to sit on that row. And I was wondering, who are those guys? And they were, what was great is they were engaged taking notes. The whole row was. And they ended up coming to one of our larger events and they came up to me and said, Pipes, man, we want to work with you. Can, uh, can you coach us? We want to get to 300 transactions in the next couple of years. Can you help us get there? I, and I looked at both of them. I said, you know what? I know for sure we can get to 300 transactions. And it's just been an amazing growth process over the course of the last six months. So I want to introduce you to two of the more powerful individuals that I know inside the Tom Ferry ecosystem, Mr. Andrew Undom and Joe Sacchetti. So Andrew, Joe, say hello to our Real Success Nation, man. Hey guys. 
Great to be here. Andrew Undum, Joe Sacchetti. Andrew Undum, Joe Sacchetti. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Hey, Joe, after six months, I finally got the, 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 the pronunciation of the last name right, correct? So, yeah, nice. Uh, nice. Um, so, Andrew, let's go with you first. Quick introduction. Tell them who you are, um, you know, how long in the business, why, why you got into real estate, okay? Great. Yeah, so, again, my name is Andrew Undum. I've been in the business for about five years. I was a finance guy originally out of college and um, – Ended up working with a new home construction builder where I got introduced to real estate. And then I ended up seeing some of these resale agents float into the models making twice as much as I was making. And I said, I gotta do that. So the real reason I got into it, no, no BS, is um, the, the fat commission checks. Nice. So That's you, the truth. Yeah, no, le yeah, let's lie. No, the truth is, you love money. You saw the opportunity to make more, right? There's nothing wrong with that, okay? And uh, I mean, how old are you, Andrew? I'm 27, and I love what money can do, not money itself. Yes, absolutely. The freedom that it gives you, for sure, okay? Sachetti, you're like opposite end of the spectrum in terms of, you know, like personality. Um, and you got you know years of experience in the business. Tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, introduce yourself to the the real success nation, really quick, man. Joe Sacchetti here, live from Baltimore. Um, I am uh, 14 years into the business. I uh, came out of the gates around the same age as Andrew, uh, and um, just really enjoyed selling real estate. I was in the corporate sector prior. Uh, enjoyed the freedom as well as the no glass ceiling. Just really, you know. I guess eat what you kill kind of atmosphere really appeals to me. And uh, from there, I took that into working amongst some of my clients that wanted to join me and work with me. And you know, looking back, that might have been a mistake, but I was building a team along the way. Um, had some failures in building a team, and ultimately, as, as you've pretty much pronounced, was running a bit of a skeleton crew. Um, now, uh, in the last few years really put my head down and trying to get this team running. Andrew was a phenomenal agent working with me on my team and I realized quickly that this is someone I wanted to work with more on a, on a much higher level and ultimately we've become business partners. I love that. Very, very cool. You know, it's, it's very, very inspiring to see the growth that you guys have had and I think in what you guys sell in 2013, was it 64 homes, 2013? That's correct. Or was it 14? Yeah, no, 2014 was 64 homes. How, how many homes did you guys sell last year in 2000, uh, 2014? Let me make sure you, right, so in 2013, we were at 64 units. Last year, total. And last year was pivotal for us because we really started to work together, Andrew and, our, and, and myself. And then uh, you know, we did 110 units total last year. Uh, and as of this year, we are already at 112 units. 112 days. So Pace gets to 200 this year. Yeah. Did you ever think you guys were going to get to 200 this year? Like when you started the year off, if someone said you guys are going to sell 200 homes, you know, or more, actually, I mean, you guys are pacing 220, 230. Would you have believed it? Yeah, you know, I, I don't know if, if, if I would have believed it. Um, I, I just didn't see the path. And now that it, as soon as you show us the path and we realize some of the very fundamental, easy steps to get there. Um, it's it's not only 
believable, it's it's obtainable, and then furthermore, it's how high do we go? Let's get up to 300 units and let's get there quickly. Awesome. Um, you know, you know, guys. I want to talk about three things today with you guys, I, and I wrote these down. Um, number one, I want to talk about work ethic, because what I believe is, you know, a lot of single agents, and by single agents, I mean, you know, they don't have a team, etc. They look at you guys and just go, "Wow, I could never get there." But you know, what a lot of people miss is the fact that you guys are working your ass off every single day. So I want to talk a little bit about the work ethic and how you've developed that, or if it just came naturally. Number two. I want to talk about the building a culture because whether you're a single agent by yourself or an agent with an assistant or like you guys, a little bit larger team, for me, culture means everything, right? It's what attracts great talent to you. It's what keeps them there, whether it's your first assistant or your 25th buyer's agent, right? And then number three, I want to talk about your guys' mindset. I want to talk about what you're doing because you know on Real Success, we end every single one of these interviews with what's your mindset ritual, what's your mindset routine. So, um, so let's start number one. Let's start with, start with work ethic. Um, how would you define a typical day in the life of Sakedi and Undum? Joe, you go first and tell us like what you do every single day that has you guys succeeding, hockey sticking at such an incredible level, bud. Well, immediately going back to what you just said about culture, it, it, it's become everything for me. Um, as, uh, as we define ourselves, we have to look back at what the culture of this team is and, and, and how we want to be portrayed in the community. So um, right out of the gates, what I'm thinking about to start my day is um, ultimately what clients we'll be meeting, um, how we'll be prospecting today, how I can best support my team of agents, uh, and then how to get the admin, uh, the back office working effectively. And, and then, you know, consorting with, with my partner as to what the next big thing is. We get really excited about some of the new phases that we're, we're, we're pursuing, you know, some fun marketing stuff. We're downtown, so we got a real vibrant setting. But, you know, from the beginning of the day, which my day starts at like 4.30, 5 a.m., um, it's, it's go time. You know, I try to get about an hour and a half, two hours of work in and circle back home to the family uh, and then get them off to school and then it's time to suit up and, and get out there and start grinding. Um, there's absolutely going to be phone calls to past clients every day um, and then of course taking on current files is is, is obvious. Um, so Joe, then you, there's also you come, Joe, you come in, dude, and, and you're lead generating every single day, aren't you? Uh, I remember asking Tim Smith that question. And he looked at me like I had grown a second head on my shoulders. Of course I do. I mean, you guys, do you prospect every single day? Absolutely. You know, I'm at a place now where a lot of the business falls in from referrals, but at the same time, let's go out and get the public too. You know, lead generation is is everything to keep the business live. And then of course they start hitting these bigger numbers. You you absolutely have to rely on lead generation. So let's hop over to you, Andrew. All right. So Joe, Joe's a I'm up at 430. This is so funny. I'm up at 4.30, I'm in, I've got the kids off, I suit up, I'm in, it's battle time, time to go hunt, I'm gonna prospect. Um, you're 27 years old, so what is your like ritual, or what is your, what? take me through the day in the life of, of Undo. Well, my, uh, my motto is, it's not how many hours I work, but it's how much work I put into the hours. So uh, I wake up around 9 a.m. on a good day, 
I don't, uh, I'm not an early riser. But you wake up at what time? Uh, 9 a.m. I want to, my wife will go to work and I'll kind of just hang out and stretch out, figure out what I'm going to do. But when I do go to work, I'm immediately um, checking off the boxes of the goals I set for myself the night prior, which is what types of things or what specific things do I need to do today to have a successful day? So that's going to be prospecting, following up on the leads, getting all my to-dos done in Boomtown, making sure our transaction coordinator and our marketing guy are doing their tasks that they agreed to do, and helping the team with any issues. So hopefully by noon, if I'm only working from 9 to noon, I should have already won the day in my book because I can check off the things I said I was going to do the night prior. I love it. So you've got a planning process, right? And I love what you said, dude. You said, hey, look, so what? I'm, you know, like I'm getting up at nine or I'm getting in the office at nine. When I get in there, I'm grinding it out. I'm going to kick some ass and take some names. So it isn't necessarily, you know, cause there's a lot of people that go, well, I'm just not a morning person that listens, you know, to, to our, our broadcast. So it doesn't matter if you're getting up a little bit later, just when you get in, get on it. Right. And that's what you do. Yeah. If I woke up at 7am, I, I would tell them, I, I would sell more houses and, when on our pace to 300, I'll commit to waking up earlier. So I think that's something I will have to do. But for now, I enjoy sleeping. He'll, he'll <laughs> let me do it. He'll let you get up. You're getting up early enough for, for both of you guys. Hey, guys, so work yeah. ethic. Um, does, both of you have an incredible work ethic. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I'm amazed on our calls that you guys show up and you're like, we did this, this, and this. And I mean, for six months, okay? You've only been in the Tom Ferry ecosystem for six months. And in those six months, I've seen a massive turnaround in your guys' business. And so how much of that do you attribute to your, to your coachability and your work ethic? And could you talk to the, the compo how important the component of work ethic is, Joe? I'll step in. Uh, you know, almost everything is, is related to the, the coaching. Um, the, just a simple idea of having someone, you, for us, um, to speak to every week, it really holds a level of accountability. I'm on vacation and I'm eager to take your call and, and do the conference call with Andrew. It's, it's just something where um, you will lose it if you don't think about it all the time. And, and to have you holding us accountable every week it's something that we've tiered over to our team and doing one-on-ones weekly, team meetings weekly. It's the same kind of rhythm that we're doing with you, and we're ultimately seeing that kind of success trickle into our team environment as well. So the, the coachability is just fantastic. It, it's something where I, I, I think I took it for granted that coaching was out there, and now circling around a bit throughout the industry and seeing coaching, what I get most out of working with yourself and, and, and the Tom Ferry eco-culture is just that I'm talking to – real players in the industry, people that know what it takes to sweat and grind. And, and that in turn has allowed me to, to build and grow from. So the coach really is, it's giant for me. You know, what's interesting is there's, there's one of my mentors, his name's John Maxwell, who I recommend, yeah, we, we've talked about. And John Maxwell says, the speed of the leader is the speed of the pack, right? Like the, the lead dog sets the pace for everyone else that's following them on the team. And you just hit on what I think is one of the key points which is if you're a leader on a team and you're not being coachable yourself, then how can you honestly expect your team to be coachable? If you're a leader on your team and you're not prospecting yourself 
and you're saying, you know, you guys need to process, but you're not doing it. I notice that you guys, Tim Smith, Wendy Walker, you know, a lot of the great individuals that I've interviewed, it's not you're leading by pointing. You guys are leading by freaking example, aren't you? Absolutely. I, I'm only asking the team to do what we do. So if I'm asking you to dress for, for business, you, you will absolutely see me dress for business. If I'm asking you to be in the office, I'm in the office as well. If we're doing anything, cold calling, etc., it, it's something that we, we all do. And it's, it, it just has to come from the top down. I love it. Hey, Andrew. Let's, let's switch over. Let's start talking about this whole component of team, right? Because what I've noticed for you guys is you've moved from group to team. You guys, you know, back in February, you had, you know, same group of individuals, but they weren't quite producing at the level. And, you know, the difference between a group and a team is, is substantial. So could you, Andrew, talk to us a little bit about what had you lead from group of individuals that just happened to sell together to a cultured team of rock star agents that are all moving in the same direction. What, what have you guys done to do that? Well, I think, you know, one of the key components is if you look at our evolution, we started out as Joe and I kind of agreed to partner up our powers combined, sell as much real estate as we can. And we started developing systems with Zillow and Boomtown and hiring admin. And we started to get an overflow of leads. So we wanted to bring on other agents to handle some of the leads we can't get to. And then it was kind of like a group, like, hey, you're with us. We're going to give you leads. Good luck. And that has slowly evolved into we have a team with standards. We have a team with accountability. You show up to meetings. You dress professionally. You prospect every day. You're able to communicate effectively uh, with coaching, training, hands-on, one-on-one stuff every week. And it's really allowed Joe and I to increase our leadership quotient, as you call it. And it um, – it's fulfilling, you know, of course, being successful and, and making money is great, but helping other people reach um, different levels of success is also very fulfilling. And that's what you get with the team sometimes. So tell me, if I was to join your team, would it be very clear at the very beginning what the standards are? And by the way, that question, you know, for those of you listening right now, it, it isn't just if you're a single agent, you're going, but I don't have a team. Apply it to yourself. You know, like this whole concept of standards, of culture, et cetera. If you're a single agent, you still have culture. You have the culture of one, though, right? And if you're looking to ever grow, you've got to define that culture to begin with. So, and you got to have those standards. So, what is it? What are the standards of being on the, the Sure Sales Group in Baltimore? Well, the, there's a couple of them. One is we want you to walk, talk, dress, and act professionally. No one's coming in in shorts and flip-flops and, you know, just kind of doing whatever they want to do. This is a professional outfit with professional standards. So that's one thing. Two is we expect you to come into the office every day and prospect and track your appointments, track how you're prospecting, what's working, what's not working. Um, and three is to not only hold yourself accountable, but come to us as the leadership and let us help you get to the next level. Tell us your stumbling blocks and, uh, and we'll help you get to the next level. So if you do those three things, work hard, act and dress like a pro and come to us for help when you need it, you're going to be successful. Awesome. Hey, Joe. So on that same conversation, um, what is the model for accountability that you guys use for your team? How do you hold them accountable? 
what is the training components that like accountability and training? How do you guys do that? Yeah, I'll let Andrew step in a little bit too on this answer, but Boomtown has been just pivotal for us. It's, it's just been a wonderful tool to keep record of the leads coming in to work on the individual on the team and see their production to of course track how they're communicating with that lead. We can work with that. So as I can see you, my, you know, my sales partner on the team, if I can see you coming in and actually track the leads that we've sent you and, and watch how you are communicating with them, watch how you're taking that communication and bringing it into contract, of course, into close. It's, it's just a tremendous tool. So from an accountability standpoint, having that resource has been just so much easier with uh, bringing in the fluidity that we need to be able to communicate with our agents to actually say, hey, look, here, comes a, here came a lead um, last week. You didn't call them once. You know, how do you expect to build your business unless you do that? And then furthermore, hey, look at this. You, you contacted the lead within 10 minutes of, of arrival. You, you reached out to them the following day. You registered them on the site. And now here we are 45 days later and you're getting a check. So you know, we're, we're able to not only, I don't ever want to use the word reprimand, but we're able to actually introduce you know, how effective these tools are that we ultimately consider to be accountability factors for our, our team players. That's fantastic. So you know, I, what I think is really powerful there is the fact that accountability isn't just about the slap on the hand, right? Accountability is also about the pat on the back. Uh, you know, for that for that pleasure motivation itself. Hey guys, I get, this is a question for both of you. I'm I'm a, a decent producing agent. Okay, I'm selling eleven to twelve homes a year. I want to get to twenty five homes a year. I want to double my production, like what you guys have done, but I want to do it at a, a lower rate because I think this is sort of similar to someone that comes to your team. They may be selling eleven or twelve homes. What would be the key components that you would recommend to that agent? selling 10, 11, 12 homes a year for them to get to 25? Why don't you take that? You know, that's a really good question, and that is of the bulk of the industry. I'd say they might sell a home a month, maybe, and they want to get to 25, because 25, they hit their magic number, six figures, whatever it is. The key things is to get explicitly clear why you want to make, make this amount of money or sell this amount of homes have clearly defined goals because if you don't have the goals and you don't know why you're doing it, at the end of the day, if I'm coming to you and say, hey, look, you wanted to sell 25 homes, we're giving you the leads, we're giving you the training, we're here to help you close deals, but you're not doing it, it all comes back to their goals and how much they want it. So you kind of have to have that hunger and desire. And on our team, we don't really have time for someone who's going to sit around and make excuses. I can't want your success more than you do. End of story. So when someone says, I want to sell 25 homes, I say, really? Let's talk more about that. Why do you want to sell 25 homes? And if they can't articulate that, then I say, I don't think you want to sell 25 homes. I think you, that's an arbitrary number. Why don't you sell a million homes? There's no difference. That's awesome. So the why, then having the clearly defined goal, those are two great, I mean, you know how much I love that why, okay? Um, what else? So I've got my why, I've got my defined goal then what would be the next step? Where, where would you direct that person on your team? I mean, obviously they're getting leads, et cetera, but what would you tell them to do next? 
Well, we put them on an action plan. We have plans designed to generate business, and it all comes down to prospecting and setting appointments. So if you want to sell 25 homes, Joe and I, with Joe's vast 14 years of experience, and you know, we can take data, reverse engineer it, and we know, hey, if you do three open houses a month, if you follow up on every single lead we give you, if you go to two networking events and schedule coffee with other business people in the community once a week, you're gonna get to 25 homes, you're probably gonna exceed it. But we gotta chunk it down into actionable items weekly. Awesome. Um, so we can awesome. build that plan, but it's up to them to execute it. And I'm not gonna yell at you if you don't do it, I'm just gonna say, you said you wanted this, but you're not doing this. Yeah. Awesome, guys. Joe, anything you want to add to that? Because, I mean, I mean, this is fantastic. Clear why, define the goal, action plan, chunk it down so that it's, you know, on a weekly basis what they're going to be doing. Um, you guys do coaching sessions every single week with your team, right? I mean, you guys have, like, individual coaching <laughs> sessions. So how important is that leadership component of being a great coach for your team, have you found, in terms of the growth that you guys are having? Well, you know, going along with the accountability and, and, and what we're talking about, with, from a leadership standpoint, we're not asking the team ever to do what we're not doing. We already discussed that. So from a coaching standpoint, we know how to coach because ultimately we're, we're being coached um, and we're, we're actually stealing a lot of what you give us on Monday and incorporating it into our Thursday with our team. So, you know, it's, it's fairly easy compared to when we weren't being coached, but ultimately, um, you know, what we run into, if you want to call it a, a hurdle, is each person has their own complicated story and background, and everybody's got a file that's falling apart that needs to have some air put into it. But, you know, from working with the team over and over again, we're starting to see what prevails as being a strong characteristic of that agent, and then, of course, what some of their weaknesses are. So let's get down to the you know peeling the skin off and figuring out what's holding you back like for instance for me one of the things I realized really quick when I was starting to be coached was I was shooting in the dark I never really had goals I was just sort of grinding and, and hitting big numbers and feeling great about it now that I've actually said hey let's hit 200 it's quickly becoming a reality so you know from bringing that down to the agent and showing them how it's worked for me I think a lot of guys on the team are saying this is what I gotta do because Awesome. This is what's working for, for people that I want to emulate, perhaps. And, you know, it, it's, it's exciting to see that. We're really seeing some of our agents becoming true professionals, career-oriented real estate agents. And it's, it's been a lot of fun to see it happen. Excellent. Um, so when we talk about – great point, by the way. When we talk about mindset, okay, Andrew, I look at you at 27 years old and I just go, this dude – even though you're sleeping, this dude has a like honest to goodness one of the stronger mindsets of anyone that I've met for a 27 year old. What do you do to develop that? Because you've got the natural like, oh, take on the world. What do you do to maintain your mindset and to be able to 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 keep it at that level 10 psychology that Tom and myself talk about? You know, I'm not sure if I do anything in particular. Uh, I've seen a lot of these types of videos and people have incantations and affirmations and this sort of thing. I try to stay very well-read, well-educated to kind of, I need to see myself as an expert. If I'm not confident in myself, 
how am I going to portray that onto my clients and my team? So one of the things I do is just try to be as professional as I can. And there's a couple non-negotiable things. I was fortunate enough to go through a lot of sales training at a young age. So I attribute a lot of my success and my ability to effectively communicate because I look at it as a mechanical process. People, it might look like I'm going out there and winging it on a listing presentation when I bring nothing or meeting a buyer for the first time without a whole lot of scripts. I've never practiced a script in my life. But I have a very clearly defined process which starts with bonding and rapport, setting some expectations, and moving them throughout the process. So my mindset is staying sharp, begin with the end in mind, know what I want to accomplish when I'm going into something. And uh, I think it's, it comes across well in interactions so far. Fantastic. The, the, what type of, so you've had a lot of training, man. Like you say at a very young age, was it from the new home development or was it you know, on your own? I was hooked up with one of the bigger builders of a phenomenal training program, it's NBR Inc. Massive builder, phenomenal training, but it was actually a Sandler franchise who does um, some sales training that I really gelled with. And uh, I actually ended up teaching a couple of classes at, when I was maybe 23, which I was scared to death of. But I think that's allowed me to train other people and kind of lead by example and just handling situations and then also knowing that, hey, what's the worst that can happen if I crash and burn? I think that's a huge thing. Why, who cares about going and knocking on a door or making a cold call or going into a listing appointment? You should never be nervous because what's the worst that's going to happen? What are you going to call my parents and tell them I didn't do a good job? Like, <laughs> you want to work with me or you don't, and if you don't want to work with me, I definitely don't want to work with you, so let's figure this out. Dude, being unattached you know, is so critical. You know, it's like dating, you know, like if you, if you guys remember back to dating, if you were so attached to that person, oh my God, I want, you know, you know, I, they, I need them to like me. It's repelling. And what you have is this great confidence, ability to be unattached. I think it comes a lot from the training that you have as well too. So fantastic. Joe, what about for yourself, bro? Um, is, I mean, cause you got your, you know, whereas Andrew is like piss and vinegar and uh, you're, the, you're like the older bull that says, let's just walk down to the cows versus let's run down to the cows, man. What do you do to, uh, what do you do to keep, keep your mindset strong, especially as you're growing this team and you guys like really redefine the team and change all types of stuff financially. What have you done to keep yourself mentally strong? Uh, you know, immediately I'll tell you, I stick close to those that I trust. Um, so working around my partner, for one, has been very, very, uh, <laughs> um, very effective. It's just that motivation, that enthusiasm. I remember having a, a giant month and saying, hey, I'm going to sit back and, and, and relax for a week as I just spend it, perhaps. But you know, it, now it's getting to be like, hey, I, I got to get this thing going. There, there's somebody out there that is is waiting on me there's a team out there waiting on me so it's just putting yourself around solid producing individuals who have the same mindset it goes back to culture if, if i enjoy a culture why not put myself in it so um i'm not hiding from anything i want to be inside this team because it makes me a better it makes me a better person it certainly makes me a better professional i do a daily exercise that was you know something where i remember getting in the industry as a kid i was 25 selling real estate and uh, I just looked at it like 
imagine making $1,000 a day. And here it is, an industry that will allow you to make $1,000 a day. So I still every day think to myself, what action can I do that will make me $1,000 a day? Certainly we've exceeded that, that number from doing that practice. So if I end my day and say, boy, I didn't do anything today that created $1,000 of, of new business, then it's somewhat of a waste, but it also could be looked at as, well, tomorrow I should make two. So that, that action, that exercise every day can go into different directions. Perhaps I just need to post something on Facebook. Perhaps I need to post something on Craigslist. Perhaps I need to lean on an agent on my team to produce more, which will ultimately, of course, create more revenue and, and profit for us. But if I'm thinking like that, then ultimately it, it gets me into a mindset that's way higher production than I would be if I didn't at least set a goal of that nature. So for me, it's putting myself around professionals that think like I do, have the enthusiasm that I do, love of the game that I do, and then ultimately I need to be conscious of my book. I want to say to myself, where I, where I am going to be tomorrow means what I'm going to do today. Friggin' dynamic, man. You know, it's it, it, to, to what both of you guys have said, we've had a lot of people on, the, on our, our show and they have clearly defined rituals in terms of mindset. What I gained from what you just said is that it's just as important to, to guard who you're going to be around and have a strong environment of individuals that are like you. That's just as important as doing affirmations every single day. You know, uh, you know, your incantations, your visualizations, your, you know, gratitude and all those other components because otherwise we're doing all that. Then we're putting ourselves around people that are slugs or sluggettes and we're just breaking even. You know what I mean? And you guys are like the, the opposite. You're like, hey, we're just around amazing people. So it causes us to think the right way, guys. Amazing point. Amazing. Dude, you guys guys have rocked it today. I mean, I, I have a whole page full of notes right now. And, and the, the main thing that, that I'm walking away from this interview with is, number one, we've got to have standards. You know, standards make or break us in our business and they make or break us in our life. Standards on what we do, what we say, who we're around, etc. Number two is the importance of keeping track of the numbers, like what you guys are doing with your team and what Boomtown does, you know, like the back end does for you guys. And then this, this whole component of I want to get to 25, know your why, define your goals, chunk it down into actionable items on a seven day basis, but then every single day, ask yourself questions like, what are the most important things I've got to get done? And also, what am I gonna to do today to generate $1,000? I love, 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 love that question, okay? Um, so guys, anything that you wanna leave Real Success Nation with? You know, one thing, Joe doesn't like to brag about himself, but there's one thing that he's the best at that I've ever seen, and I've been on, uh, around a lot of salespeople. No one, can bond and rapport with a client, no matter who you are, better than him. So that's what I learned from him. And it's not what you say or what you do, it's how you make them feel. So we're a good team, I'm kind of abrasive, I know what I wanna get done, I'm trying to crush it and be done this in two seconds. Joe's gonna make you feel good, and that's, yeah. gonna, and that's gonna end up making us both a lot more money. So I need to be more like Joe a lot of times, and so does everyone out there. You can't sell anyone anything if they're not comfortable. Um, so when you get Joe up on stage at Summit, ask him to do an exercise about bond reports. It'll blow everyone away. <laughs> I love it, man. Hey, Joe, so yeah. since, since we're, we're feeling the love right now, okay, what is it that makes Andrew such a great agent? 
Andrew is as uh, as gifted in the world of technology that one could be. His directness uh, to the client is is wonderful. You know, he gets right to it. He's burning. He's just picking clients, give them exactly what they want as effectively and quickly as, as possible. And so guys, just want to say a big thanks, big shout out to you. I know that the Real Success Nation has gotten a lot out of this. I know that I have page full of notes again. So guys, I want to, I want to, I want to throw a personal challenge out to you guys. Are you ready? Five years, 1,000 homes sold. I believe that you guys could be there. Are you up for it? Let's take the challenge. We'll do it. that. That'd Good. be great. All right, excellent. So you've now announced it to the world. It exists. So, uh, you know, and I know if anyone can do it, you guys can. So, hey, guys, real success. If we're seeing you at Summit, we can't wait to see you there. We got a lot in store, 4,500 powerful agents that are going to be at, uh, at San Diego. Uh, we're sold out right now. But you can go to Tom Ferry, your coach, to actually get set up with the live simulcast so you can watch it from the comfort uh, comfortability, if that is a word, of your own uh, you know, office or your own home. And so please, you know, plug in. And as always, we're here to support you. If there's anything that we can do for you, uh, if you'd like to get set up for a free coaching session or anything along those lines, please reach out to us at Tom Ferry, your coach. Okay. That's tomferry.com. Okay. Tomferry.com. We'd be more than happy to help out however we can. In the meantime, Joe, Andrew, rock stars. Thank you very much. We'll see you guys in 30 days. And I look forward to you guys being uh, able to report, you know, not only great success, but that you stayed alive, excited, full of energy. Thanks, guys. See you in a month. Bye-bye. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Bye. Bye.